Is this thing on? Oh, I have a different setup. It's really not that different, but it feels so different for me. This is so different. Oh, <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. So I actually filmed the first two episodes in this location. It's literally just like the same spot, but flipped around and I just needed a change and I just missed this setup. Oh my gosh. Okay, hi guys. Welcome back to a new episode of Unrestricted. Okay, so <laughs> when I first started this podcast, I was going all into depth about spiritual things and I was getting into the nitty gritty. I was getting into like the deep stuff that I had learned, you know? And I have learned so much more deep stuff and there's so much more that I have to share. Today's episode is going to be about spiritual blindness and I'm so excited to talk about this so let's just get into it and you might be thinking Mia you know what is spiritual blindness spiritual blindness is a genuine thing that exists just like people are physically blind and they can't see some people are spiritually blind and they can't see spiritually now to understand this we have to know that we are spiritual and that is the fact this comes from the Bible it is not a new age term to know that we're spiritual but also human it's all over the Bible that we are spiritual and God is spirit he is is the Holy Spirit. He is the greatest, most high, highest power spirit, right? So we are spiritual. We live in a spiritual world. And so it's so important to know that. There's a thing called spiritual blindness and spiritual blindness is basically when you don't understand the things of God. You maybe see someone who's filled with the Holy Spirit and you don't understand it. You think it's crazy. Maybe they're talking about God. Maybe they love God. They're on fire for God and you just don't understand it. You're like, why? Like you just don't get it, right? When you're spiritually blind, you don't understand the term Jesus died on the cross for your sins because you think why would someone need to die for my sins like the sins are fine like what you don't really believe it or understand it I was blind my entire life spiritually so I always believed in God but I never ever I never saw him in any part of my life when something good would happen to me I wouldn't see God in that situation I wouldn't say oh like thank you God I would think what God like God has nothing to do with this like my whole life it was like I was in my own world and God was up there you know? But the truth is, that's not true. God is with us and God is all around us and is in every little detail in our life. But if we're spiritually blind, we can't see him. We can't see him in anything. We can't see him in people, creation. We can't see him because we're spiritually blind. It feels like he's not real. It feels like he's just up in the sky. Growing up, there was confession that you could go to, and I always knew that you should, like, confess your sins. But what it looks like to be spiritually blind is you don't understand why you would have to confess your sins. It just seems like such a religion. When you're blinded spiritually, Jesus looks like a religion. It looks like a religion because that's what it looked like my whole life. Even hearing the term Jesus died to set you free from your sins, it just sounded like religion. It just sounded like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't need someone to die for my sins. Like, why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you have to do that? What, what are my sins so bad? Like, what do you mean? You know, it didn't make any sense. I was blinded from understanding why I needed Jesus or why my sins were bad. So I lived my whole life completely disregarding, as you know the story, I disregarded everything that I knew was a sin. It didn't faze me. I didn't care to follow what God says to do. I didn't have God in my life. When you are spiritually blind, which I was, you think that everything is okay. It's a lack of understanding the terribleness of sin. It's thinking that there's no consequence, that sin doesn't lead to death. It's a belief, it's a lie that sin is okay, nothing bad's gonna happen. 
you don't need to let go of this. Just keep living in this. God loves you. And hey, we're all going to go to heaven. That's what I used to think, is that it doesn't really matter. God knows. No one's really going to follow him. No one's really going to actually repent of their sins and change their life. Like, oh, he knows no one really does that. We're all just going to go to heaven because he'll just kind of forgive us at the end of our lives. That's not the truth. That's a lie. So let me tell you how I learned this and how God showed this to me and how he opened my eyes to like the reality of sin and what it does to you. This is like the biggest part of my testimony that I've never shared. Basically, the night that my mom came home from Medjugorje, if you guys haven't listened to my first testimony, you can watch that. That was from like over a year ago and it shares the full story of like what I experienced, my encounter with Jesus and how my life changed since then. But in a nutshell, I was uh, seeking the spiritual truth and I went down the wrong path. I was deceived in the new age spirituality. It led me down the worst path. It opened up so many doors. It's completely demonic. It is not of God. So my mom came home from Medjugorje and it was that night that I was saved. She came home and basically I was in my bed I was about to go to bed and the only way that I can describe it is that I I saw the condition of my soul Jesus gave me the eyes to see the reality of my soul up until this point, I thought I was a great person. To everyone else, maybe I was considered like a good person, but I was not considered a good person to God because the way that other people judge you is different than the way that God judges us, you know? He judges us based off of how we are inside in our soul. He basically showed me my soul and I'll never forget actually, it was kind of like an image that I saw. The only way that I can describe it was that it was just black, like it was actually black. I'm not even kidding, my soul was black. It wasn't brown, it wasn't gray, it was it was black. It was dark. And I saw who I had become in God's eyes. He showed me. This was the ultimate reality of who I had become. It was like this whole time I was just distracted. I didn't really see who I had really turned into. But in this moment, God showed me who I had become. I had seen that all of the innocence, all of the purity that I had growing up, the love, just the goodness, you know, it's like it wasn't there anymore. It just was not there. And I always thought that it would always be there. I thought the innocence would always stay. But the reality is, is the more you choose sin, the good stuff starts to leave. You're rejecting God when you do that. So if you ever want to get back to that place of goodness, if you ever want to get back to that place of innocence and purity and God, you're going to have to fight for it. So I saw this. I was so disturbed because when I saw who I had become, I was like, this is not me. This is, this is not who I want to be. And this is not who I am. I, I don't want to be like this. I saw a lot of lust. I saw a lot of pride. I saw a lot of greed. I just saw a lot of darkness and it was just all from the sin that I had led into my life. And I was so comfortable and actually loved the sin that I was living in. So I had let all this into my soul and I was okay with it. It's interesting because at this time, when my soul was completely filled with darkness, I was so far from God, I actually considered myself to be a very spiritual person. But just because you consider yourself to be spiritual doesn't mean you're on the right side of spirituality. There are two sides of the spiritual realm. There is God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, heaven, and then there is the devil, demons, deception. Just because you're spiritual, just because you know that we live in a spiritual world, and just because you believe in God and you're kind of spiritual, maybe you meditate, that doesn't mean that you're with Jesus. That doesn't mean that your soul is okay. That doesn't mean that you know God. And if you're spiritual, but you don't pray to Jesus, you're deceived and you're opening the door to darkness to come into your soul, but you have no idea. And this is exactly what I was doing. The consequences of this was death. 
death in my mind, death in my soul, and if I had not been saved, it would have been eternal death. During this encounter with Jesus, he showed me in this moment that if I had died in this moment, I would not have gone to heaven. And that was another thing that shook me because I was like, what? I thought everyone went to heaven. I assumed, which is a lie, that everyone just goes to heaven. In this moment, Jesus showed me that not everyone goes to heaven. Heaven is not a place for people who reject God. Heaven is a place for those who love God, who live their life for God, not for those who live their lives for themselves. Heaven is a place filled with those who love God. And I was shook by this. I was like, what? What? I was so shocked. In this moment, I had seen how far my soul had become from God. And this was the time when I, I would also wear a cross necklace, but yet my soul was far from God. It doesn't matter if you have the cross necklace, if you go to church, it's about where is your soul. The way that I felt in this moment was, I'm gonna try to describe it. If you were to wake up one morning and your whole body was covered with mud and you just saw it, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm literally covered in mud. What are you gonna do? You might be like, ew, this is gross. You might scream, but at least for me, what I would do is I would run as quickly as I can to the shower, turn on the shower and just get it rinsed off as quick as possible. I'm not gonna be asking my friends to help me take it off or asking my mom to help me clean off the mud or asking my dad to give me a, a little bath. No, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run so fast into that shower where the water is. The water, that's what I need, the water. I don't need a napkin. I don't need my friends to massage the mud into my toes. No, I need the water because the water is what's gonna wash it off. That's the only option. The only option is, is the water. I jump in the water and I sit there and I start letting the water wipe the mud off. Now, does this, does this get wiped off right away? Uh-uh. It actually takes a while because there's like a lot of mud, okay? And I'm talking layers. Feels disgusting. I feel like peanut butter everywhere. There's so much mud that like even once it's all off, there's like still some residue. Now it's like in my hair. Now I need to get my hair washed. Like there's a lot of cleaning that needs to be done. Not a casual shower, a fun little self-care day. This is not a self-care day. This is not a self-care day. This is an intense scrubbing off shower. <laughs> this is an intense scrubbing off shower. It lasts so long to the point where I miss lunch with my family. I miss dinner with the friends. Sorry guys, I can't make it. I have to be cleaned because this is the most important thing right now. And you might be thinking, Mia, what does this mean? What is this metaphor? The mud that was all over my body was the sin that was all in my soul. When I saw the condition of my soul and the mud that I had gotten in my soul and in my mind, I was disgusted. I said, I am running to the shower. Who's the shower? The shower is Jesus. He is the water. He's the only one that can make me clean. In this moment, I was in need of a deep clean, okay? Deep clean. Did I look like I was filled with darkness to the world? Probably not. I'm sure people thought I was like this nice girl. People probably thought I was like an innocent soul. I was not an innocent soul. And I realized in this moment, I need to immerse myself in the light if I want to be cleaned. The only light in the world is Jesus. It might look like there's multiple lights, multiple sources, you know, the universe and meditation, isn't that a light? No, it's not. That's a false light, it's darkness, okay? The only light is Jesus. It was so simple. That means I don't care what I have to give up. I don't care if I have to let go of other things. I don't care. I knew in this moment, if I wanted my soul to be saved, I needed to do the work. Jesus will forgive you. He does forgive you if you ask for forgiveness and you turn away from it, but then you have to go through the process with him of getting cleaned up. It's not about saying, I'm sorry. 
It's about bringing yourself into the shower for however long you need to do to get that mud off of you and make sure it never gets on again. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lifestyle change. That's not a let me go to confession, let me go to church and say I'm sorry, but then go back into the mud. When you see the mud for what it is, you want it off. You hate it. You see it for what it is, which is it's gross. It's disgusting. So you go to Jesus to cleanse you of it, to get it off of you so it never comes back. And then you stay in the presence of Jesus and you never ever even look back to the mud. So in this moment, I went from spiritually being blind to seeing. When I was blind, I thought, I'm all good. I'm all good. My soul's all good. I'm a good person. I'm nice. You know, I'm nice. I'm a nice girl. I'm a sweetheart, right? I'm a sweet girl. I'm sweet, so I'm all good. But just because you're nice, quote unquote nice, that doesn't mean you're free from sin. We are all filled with sin. And if we are not going into the shower, aka going into the presence of Jesus and saying, help me get this mud off of me, if we're not asking him to remove the mud off of us consistently, then we don't know that we have mud all over us. That spiritual blindness is not knowing that you have mud. In this moment, it's like everything made sense that I had learned growing up or that I had heard. Like just the fact that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. Like we've heard it so many times. I had heard it so many times, but it didn't hit. I didn't understand it. Jesus died to set me free from my sins. He is the water that our soul needs to be cleansed and to be set free and to have life. Me going to Jesus, it's a lifelong thing. I don't want to go to Jesus sometimes or for a little bit and then go back to the mud. It's like, no, I don't want the mud. And if I ever get some mud on me, I want Jesus to wipe it off. I'm trying to stay away from the mud. Jesus is here to cleanse us of the mud constantly, every single day for the rest of our lives, just being cleansed more and more. That's literally why he came here. He came here to set us free from the mud, set us free from the sin. That's why he came here. So that we can have life in our soul, in our minds. We all want love. We all wanna be happy and have that inner, internal joy, internal peace, internal love, fulfillment. All that comes from God. Your soul can't have the peace, the joy, the love that comes from knowing Jesus. You can't have that, but then also have the mud. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like that. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do these things will not enter the kingdom of God. You cannot have the mud in your soul, but then also be in the water with Jesus. You're either being cleansed of the mud and more mud is washing off every single day because you have a relationship with Jesus and he's cleansing you or you are allowing more mud to pile up every day, even if you can't see it. That's what's happening when you're not working with Jesus to be cleansed every single day. When you ask Jesus to cleanse you of the mud, he's cleansing you. He doesn't want the mud on you. If I had never seen the condition of my soul, I would have never understood that I need someone to save me. I need a savior. I think a lot of people don't understand why we would need a savior. People say, Jesus is my Lord, my savior. Savior from what, right? What is he saving you from? He's saving your soul from the damage, from eternal death. If I had never seen the condition of my soul, I would have thought I don't need God. 
if you are in your life right now and you don't really feel, if you don't feel this urge to jump into that shower, metaphorically speaking with Jesus, like if you don't feel that urge that you need Jesus, that you need a shower, that you have mud and you need to go in the shower. Because let me tell you something, even though I have been jumping in the shower every day, even though I've been doing that every day for the past year and a half, I'm aware I still have mud. I still am being cleansed. I'm going to have mud my entire life. That means I need Jesus every single day until the day that I die. It's not stopping. It's not a phase. Jesus is not like a phase. He's the rest of your life. He's forever. If you aren't aware that you have mud and that you need Jesus to cleanse you, that's spiritual blindness. I'm not going to judge someone for not feeling that way because I never felt this way until last year, but also it's like judging someone who's actually physically blind and being like, why are you blind? Like, why can't you see? All I can say is it literally says that the God of this age, which is the God of this world, aka Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ. So it's like, if you can't see how good Jesus is and how much you need him, tell him, I don't want to be spiritually blind anymore. I don't want to to not see you for who you are. I don't want to not see myself as who I am. If you've made it this far on the podcast, I'm sure you want to. Just ask him, just conversation, just talk to him. Say, Jesus, take the blinders off of me spiritually so that I could see the reality of my soul. Like you showed Mia. If you showed Mia her soul, you can show me mine. Show me what I'm doing through your eyes so that I can understand the need for you. Even though I don't feel like I need you, help me to know that I need you. We all need Jesus because we have so much sin. We have sin. And if we don't have Jesus, he has not yet set us free. He came here to set you free. So take that opportunity. Ask him for the gift of seeing spiritually because it is the best gift ever. That is everything for today's episode. I hope it was more in depth. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys learned something from today's episode and I will see you guys next week on this YouTube channel or Spotify or Apple podcast that you can follow the unrestricted podcast Instagram, which I will leave in the description below or right here. I love you guys. Bye. Well, okay. Honey bunny. I'm just living in my chest. Every day I wake up feeling blessed. And even if I don't, I see it as a test. <laughs>